you've tuned into channel 8301. Now back to the show. Sorry, 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 go again, go again. Oh, I did not see you there. Did not see you there. 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 See Line. Your line is. Uh -huh. <clears throat> I love you. All right, all right, ready? Oh, I did not see you there. Did not see you there. 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 Bye. practice it uh like one or two more times you know i know we were supposed to be off book by this point but um you know obviously i still need to you know need a couple more lines to to fully get it of course but we're getting yeah, there yeah, yeah. yeah uh, maybe, maybe like next week we can take it to broadway i think so yeah uh let's quickly run that other scene though okay okay <clears throat> oh my love why have you shoved the sushi down my pants? It is uncomfortable. I have rice dripping down my leg. My love, you know, all you can eat sushi means all you can fit in your pants and take home. But my love, it's not all you can eat. You have to pay for every meal. You have to pay with your hands and your feet. My love, they don't know that. They don't need to know there's sushi in your pants. But they do, but they do, because I'm singing about it out loud in the restaurant. My love, maybe. My love. Shut up! Hey, you've been nicer to me! I give you so many nicer things! My love, I'm just trying to get us some sushi for tomorrow to eat! I appreciate it, my love, but I also know that the sushi is in my pants and it's running down my leg! I have salmon in my pants! Salmon in my pants! Salmon in my pants! And scene. Wow. That was good. That one, yeah. Well, we both know that we know the lines for that one, so I think I think we're good there. Sweet. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about this. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm I'm really excited. I think I think Broadway is gonna love it. They will. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take the world by storm. Just I can see the marquee right now. Aiden and Tyler in sushi in my pants. Oh. A love story for the ages. Never before seen on stage on ice, the musical. On ice? Oh, yeah, that's in the contract. Oh. Did you not read that? I mean, it's not for every scene, it's just for all the scenes where we move at all. Okay. So. So all but one scene. Right. Because the one scene that we don't move. Right, right, right. You know, when, we don't... We, when we both die. We don't have to be on ice for that. Spoiler alert. Right. 
both knew it was happening. That's right. Yeah. Because it's in the play. Because it's in the play. Because it's in the musical. It's in the play. Yeah. That we wrote. That we wrote. And we're co-starring it. Yeah. know the name of the show? Oh, I doth know it, yes. Oh, I doth not see you there. Well, welcome one and all, ladies and gentlemen, travelers from across the world to this, our Globe Theater, for the first ever live performance of the seminal classic here in the year 1324. Oh, I doth did not seeth you there. It's the show where, where everything and nothing does happen. And, of course, as you all know, that when everything and nothing doth happen simultaneously, then magic is in the air. This show is about to change your perception of what theater could be. Bill Shakespeare shall roll in his grave for he did not come up with such a show rife with brilliance and the wit that doth can not be afforded to any but the most highest of echelon of society. But remember, doth show doth not have women in it because women and magic equals witchcraft. And witches, they spell trouble, double trouble. Oh, I don't double, know. double don't, toil. Don't quote Bill Shakespeare. He's my mortal enemy, and I shall stab him with a stake should he ever rise from the grave in undeath. Doth Shakespeare rise from the grave? I think we all be in trouble, Doth. Doth thou speakest the truth? Aye, tis too true. But yet, not I, but through Christ in me. Well, we canst afford not to starteth the show for any mere moment longer. Verily, I shall also say that should you needeth the most delicious of foods and delectable treats to nutritionally satisfy you during the play, you can find them at the back of the theater. There's a corn dog stand, and the man there running the corn dog stand is very noticeable because he's wearing a corn dog costume. If doth also need to useth the bathroom during the production. Don't. Thou hast two options. Don't or do. But don't move. Don't disrupt the audience. Doth not uh, want to miss a minute of this show. Verily I say to you. Every single minute of this show is better than the last minute. And every single minute is better than the last minute before it. And ever so on and on and on as such as such. And thusly, we shall begin the performance. Put on your bathing suits and seat belts. It's going to be wild and wet. Stage lights. The curtain rises on this, my fair Verona. You're really taking that directly from Bill Shakespeare. Shut it up! <laughs> Sorry. Doth the show begin? We open on a man, he sitteth on a bench. Ah, yes, I sit on a bench, and it is very nice. Today the sun is bright and orange, much like every other day previously in my life. Today is just a day as if any other days were today. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. What heart is this, pray tell? Someone, a new traveler, comes. But alas, my struggles have been the bane of my existence. This, I, a broken man, wallow through the city. Ah, pray tell this man on the bench. What stories do you hold? Tell me of your troubles. Ah, yes. It's you, 
a man I just saw walking down the streeteth. You are a very broken man indeed. Tis I, Seth. Seth. <laughs> I, have, I have heard pray tell of Seth in my travels before. Seth, the saddest man in the world. Seth, a broken man, a sad man, and a merchant, they say. A merchant here in Venice. Yes, do, pray tell. What do you have to sell me? If you sell me something great, I shall avail you with all of my stories, my tales, my trials, my tribulations. Alas, for you see, Seth, the saddest man in the world, he doth not sell goods. Seth, the saddest man in the world, he, he selleth stories, stories, tales of woe. I see. So we have become more akin to not a merchant and someone who is buying from said merchant, but this is more like an exchange, a no, story no, for no. a story. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay for the stories. Yes. We have stories. Wow. Privy, I've never been well met by anyone quite like you before. I shall engage with you in storytelling and jest, and it shall be the most glorious thing I have ever, ever seen before in my entire life. And who knows, perhaps, perchance, per maybe, by the end of this, Seth, you might not be the saddest man on the planet, for I can cheer you up with a story of great love. <gasps> deepest, heartest desire, a tale of love to bring Seth, the saddest man of the world, out of his woes. Yes, very well. I shall now engage headfirst, prolonged into this story. And now we dive deep into it. Let me set the stage. The curtain rises. A singular man sits alone on a bench. Ah, this story begin to soundeth familiar. Ah, but just you wait. For this man, he sits on the bench, and he says, Why, today is just like any other day. The sun in the sky is orange and round. And I sit here on this bench as if it was yesterday. But... Not yesteryear, for yesteryear I lived a different life. But that is a story for another time, because I see a man coming down the road towards me. Tis I, Beth, the happiest man in the world. Wow. In a single mere moment, it is as if I've been hit, struck deep in the heart with Cupid's arrow, right straight from the little butt boy's butt shaft into my heart. Whoa, hey. a traveler on a bench. Good day to thee, sir. Perchance you hear a tale from Beth, the happiest, most lovely man in the world. If I sayeth a hubba hubba, a wooga, a wooga. What is your name, fair bench-sitter? It is I, Theodore Benchley. Ah, Theodore, well met. Well met indeed, Beth. I shall now commence to walk towards you with my lips pursed. And I, Beth, the happiest and most lovely man in the world, shall meet your lips with a kiss. Wow! Oh, wow! I feel the joy in my heart. It has reached a new level. I shall one day tell this story to another traveler. Perchance, the saddest man in the world to cheer him up, to make him not as sad. That is, yes, indeed, my life's mission. Very well. One day, I swear upon the life of my soon-to-be-deceased mother, that... I shall tell this tale to the saddest man in the world, and he shall enjoy my regaling so utterly and completely that it shall turn his spirits around 180 degrees. <laughs> the end. Wow, fair bench sitter. 
You have made tears pour from my orifices. My eyes have never known such wetness. Precisely. Seth, the saddest man in the world, perchance not as sad anymore. Hold that thought a minute. Seth, I must now engage with the audience in soliloquy. Incredible. My story of great love has changed Seth completely. And now I see that my life does in truly deed fashion have a purpose. And it is to regale with tales and cheer up those who doth barely deserve it. Also, good for you for putting on your bathing suits because the tears were very, very big. I shall now return to my scene. Thusly, Seth, tis I. You shall engage in a story to return the favor, yes? Verily, Seth, the saddest man in the world, will regale you of a tale of sadness, woe, heartache, and death. <gasps> death? Murder most foul? No, not murder. Death. <gasps> death? An old age? Possibly. <gasps> You'll have to listen to the story and find out. I am sitteth at the endeth of my seat. The stage is set. The lights on. The curtain rises. A man standing near a bench. I stand near this bench. It's a great spot for me to stretcheth my legs and to make sure that my muscles are in good working order and that I am not atrophying. Aha! The man is stabbed. Oh, I've been stabbed! Ow! Ow! I die! I die! Gush blood! Gush blood! Gush blood! Gush blood! And my entrails! They fall out into a puddle! I try to pick up my entrails, but I cannot get a good hold on them because my muscles, they atrophy so quickly! Whoa. Oh no! You might think this man to die. Uh, my intestines! My colon! <laughs> but gladly, another comes to save him. Tis I, Stephen! The man who saves those who have been stabbed. Stephen Sondheim, yes, great, come here. My entrails on the floor, my blood pulling out, my life. Verily I say to you, stop your chattering. May I save your life. Try as you might, my muscles, they have atrophied. Behold, my newest invention, the band aid. <gasps> Pray tell, what does it do? It aids your banded body. That's what I call people who have been stabbed, banded. I, I certainly, most verily, most wholesomely, yes indeed, have been banded. Verily, I apply the band aid to your body. Look. Watch as it covers the wound, as it stops the bleeding, keeps the blood in the bodyeth where it belongs. Incredible. I have been bandaged. My wound most foul, most deep, most ghastly has been availed. It's incredible. And yes, my intestines are still outside of my body, but I feel them no longer because the band-aid, it has healed me of all pain. I feel nothing. Our story is just beginning. Here we have Stephen, a man on a mission to save those who have been stabbed, verily. But, alas, our Stephen holds a dark secret. He himself dying. Ah, I am Stephen. My role to save others, my curse. Slow, creeping, approaching. Look, look, look. <gasps> Privy may tell who is that at the door. I open. I greet the stranger. 
well met, stranger. Uh, hey, Stephen. It's uh, it's me. It's Death. Uh, just calling to let you know that uh, you know your time's coming up soon. I thought I'd give you a courtesy visit. You know, a couple days. Fair warning. So you know, do what you gotta do. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, pray tell and all that. Yeah. Alas, Death knocks on my door, delivers a ghastly message. Days, all that I have remaining. Oh, I also, uh, I got you this cake. You know, it's uh, kind of something I like to do for the people I like. You know, it's like, a, hey, uh, so you found out you're dying, but uh, have a good couple days, okay? And, Alas. Uh, pray tell and all that. Alas, my death <laughs> approaches, but death oh, yeah? What's up? has given me a gift. Are you talking to me? No? Uh, okay, uh, pray tell and all that. I'll, I'll get you over here. A gift, most sweet indeed. A gift to enjoy in the final days that approach. I shall greet death as a friend at the end of my days, but till then I shall enjoy this gift and give it to those who I feel most deserve it. For I, Stephen, am a man cursed with a past. Meanwhile, in Stephen's past, Stephen, where are you going? To stab those who deserve it! No, that's not good, Stephen. You should know stabbing is something that you should try to heal, not inflict. Verily I say, I am a man who believes that those who deserve it need to be stabbed. Stephen, let me prove to you that it is not the case. No, lost. Ah! Stabbed! I, Stephen, have seen the error of my ways. I now know what it feels like to be stabbed. I shall never stab anyone again. I shall instead heal those who have been stabbed to redeem myself of my past. Yes, that is exactly what you should do. Because, as we all remember from your past... Meanwhile, in Stephen's past... Stephen, it's, uh, it's death. Ah, death. Just wanted to let you know that, uh, in, like, a long time, I'm gonna be coming around to say that you've only got a couple of days. Uh, so, you know, do what, do what you want to do while you're, while you're around. Pray tell it all that. Alas, this news has shaken me to my core. Death has greeted me like a friend, but given me grave news. Yeah. I am angry about this, and thus doth decided to take my anger out on others. Uh, just, uh, you know, not before their time, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll let them know. Pray tell and all that. Okay, bye. Back <laughs> to the future where we were. <laughs> yes, Stephen. That is great to hear that you will no longer take lives. But, of course... To pay for your mistake, I shall reach my hand into your open wound and... Ah! Ah, my open wound! Ah, yes. A kidney! Ah! I shall be selling this to Bertha to pay for the cow that I stole from her when her daughter tried to marry me, and I wanted it as dowry, but then she didn't marry me because she died of leprosy. Ah, you have stolen my kidney! Yes, but I left with you your tween knee. Ha-ha! Aged up my knee doth have. Hath it, yet, yet it hath. <laughs> Aha! Now we shall end this flashback. Agreeeth. Ah. I, Stephen, have a tortured past. But now I doth heal those and await death's call in a few days. Thus begins day one of the last days of Stephen Sondheim. <coughs> I Stephen! <coughs> Stephen! Tis I, Stephen! I hear you are proficient in the healings of after-stabbed victims. Behold! The band aid! Incredible! I shall aid your band! I do not need it for myself, no, but for my teenage son. Ah! We had a bit of a fight. He wanted to play with my building blocks, and I said, no, those are not for kids, those are for adults. And then 
He said, I wish that I could be an adult. And he tried to take out his kidney to age himself and stabbed himself. Ah! Pray tell, what doth the box say of the building blocks? It says, ages three and up. Doth your child be three and up? No, he's two. Ah, still too young to be doth playing with building blocks. That is precisely and exactly the reason I did not allow him to. I shall aid your son. I shall aid his band with my band aid. Incredible. Yes, please, with haste and Godspeed. May you be fleet-footed. I, Stephen, doth run to your son, aid his band, patch him up, put the blood back in his body. <gasps> no, we have arrived, and it is too late. My son, he is a grown adult now. Child, doth your band need aiding? Uh, like, doth you know who you speaketh to? I am not a child no more, pray tell, no, no. For upon this day, under the guide of the light of the stars of the god, that I am now old, and yes, my band does need aid, my rocketh band. I shall aid your rocketh band. Pray tell, are you perchance a master at the art of drumming? I, Stephen, am a master of none, but alas, I, Stephen, am still one of warriors three, one proficient in the art of drum. That makes my heart beyond happy. I shall enjoy drumming alongside you, for I too am a drummer. Alas, two drummers, twice the price, double the drum, two birds, one stone, rolling down the hill, a rolling stone if doth will. Yes. Perchance could it be that fate has glimpsed upon us this day, and that this, that name, that moniker shall become synonymous with all that rocks, which I must say is very fortunate to see a rock and a stone. Why, it is just the most incredible name I could ever imagine. Rock and roll, a rolling rock, a rolling stone. Alas! Time be of the essence. Your yes. soliloquy go too long. We dawdle no longer. For now we must make haste with Godspeed to band practice. Prithee we journey fleet-footed to practice band. Yes, I have many a fleeted foot, but I also have for our disposal, two horses. Ah, horseback we ride to practice band. Nay, we not ride horseback, but attached to sleds behind the horses. Ho-ho! I shall call Maybe it- Maybe the sound a horse makes. Ha-ha, yes indeed. And so now we shall embark on this quest with the horses, and nay, we shall not dawdle a moment longer. For we go horseboarding down the street. Stephen journeys towards practice band, but alas, the journey be too long. Death greets our friend once more. Uh, Stephen? Death, my friend. Yeah, um,. Yeah, I guess you could call me a friend. I guess we've seen each other a few times. Uh, I was just coming, you know, a friendly reminder that uh, you're gonna die in like two days now. Um, so that's that's coming up. Just put that in your calendar. Um, also, your fly's down. 
alas, my fly down my days numbered. Yeah, specifically at two right now. Uh, so, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, I hope to, hope to see you put on a good show, okay? That'd be great. Um, uh, yeah, pretty tell it all that. Pretty and well met death. Good to meet a friend once more. Two days I have left. I shall practice band to my heart's content. Put on a show for you, and there we shall meet one final time. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that uh, about sums it up. Uh, we could have said that in like two words, but uh, you know, okay, see ya. Pray tell a little bit. Farewell, sweet death. I look forward to our next and final meeting. Who doth thou speakest with? Sorry? You speaketh with someone. Ah, I speaketh soliloquy. Ah, my apologies. I did not mean to intrude on your private moment with the audience. Doth was being rude. <laughs> I shall now commence the ritualistic flogging of myself as penance. No! Ow! 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 You waste time, we have not. But, I say, it shall be put to good use, for the flogging motion is practice for my drumming. Ha <laughs> ha! Ow! Ow! Continueth, down the road, we are very nearly there. I can nearly smell my bandmates. Perchance that be the building in the distance where we practiced band? Perhaps, for it may only be a mirage, a trick of the light, or perhaps the witches which are known to haunt these woods. Ah, witches always in doubles, double, double toil. Audience, just a quick aside. We are not quoting Bill Shakespeare. In fact, we are paradising him because we want to show everyone how stupid he is and how glad we are that he's dead, rolling in his grave. Bill, Bill, Bill. And back to the show. Stephen and his bandmates make it to practice band. A montage of sorts as they prepare for the final show. Alas, Stephen's sadness, we have traveled a day and a half into the future. Stephen, with only time until sunset left, prepareth for the final show of his life. Stephen! Stephen! Tis I, Stephen! Stephen! I could smell you on the wind, for I know that you shall soon become one of death's minions. Alas, death, an old friend, I shall greet him once more at the end of this day. Minion, not friend, yes. You say that, but you don't know death like I do. For example, did you know his real name is Gru? Verily, I did know this fact about death, my oldest of friends. Death, the man known as Gru. Will I be a minion? Nar. Will I be a friend? A Dr. Nefario of sorts? <laughs> I suppose you could say it like that, yes. But there is still much you know not of. Do you perchance know that Guru and I 
used to have a little bit of a thing going on. Alas, I did not. Crazy this sounds. Who, pray tell, are you? <sighs> I thought you'd never asketh, but now thou hast haft asked, and so I shall tell thee that I am but one of the witches of the forest. <gasps> And I am here to offer you an offer you cannot just refuse. Pray tell what be your offer, witch? I can arrange to have a one-night stand with Gru tonight, and in the middle of our exchanging pleasantries and saliva, I can slip a little thing into his drink and make him forget all about you, and then you can live a little bit longer, and I can be pleased. Verily, you offer a chance to prolong life, to skirt death, to save me from death's icy kiss by taking it instead. I would gladly take his kisses. <laughs> I, Stephen, a man who has spent his life stabbing, healing, and aiding bands, I do not deserve this chance. That's true. I'm only doing it because it gives me an excuse to see Gru again. Kiss grew. I want to kiss grew. Just to be clear, I want to put my lips upon the lips of grew and give him a nice little, little, little big old smoochie and then squeeze his buttocks and have one left butt cheek in my right hand and the and the right butt cheek in my left hand and squeeze alternating one and two left right left right right left. Ooh, switch it up a bit. Keep it interesting for grew. That's what I shall do. Alas, witch, you may take whatever chance you want with death, or also known as Gru. I am ready to meet my old friend. Perchance you may do this post my meeting with death. Or I could do both. I suppose you could. There's, there's nothing stopping you except for consent. Ah, very we, very, very well, man, well, man. Touche, touche. I must go back to band practice. Wait, don't go yet. Do you need a, another vocalist? Um, sure. Great. Nothing gets Gru going much like seeing me perform again. <laughs> gross. You think that's gross? I also thought the butt thing was gross, but didn't want to say anything. Left, right, left, right. Aha. Loves it. I love it. Doth not speak of this anymore, please. Just you wait. When you're one of his minions. I will not be a minion. I will be a friend, a bandmate of death. I will aid him in his banding. Oh. Death hasn't played music in a long time. Death has been waiting for his oldest of friends. I, Stephen, am death's oldest friend. I'm like 32. Wow, that is that is very impressive. I know. I'm, I'm only 22. I'm super old. That's and you've survived this long. Right? Death must actually really like you. Right? It's crazy. It's insane. I've been waiting so long to meet death again. How have you not had sepsis? I did. Twice. And you survived. <laughs> yes. It was crazy. What about hepatitis? All of them. Every single one? Every single hepatitis, A through Z. And one, two, and three? Yes. Insane. Crazy, well, I they're know. they're coming out with hepatitis four this year. What? Are you going to get that too? I, oh no, you'll be dead. I'll be dead before hepatitis 4 comes out. It's the most anticipated hepatitis yet. I look forward to hearing about it in the afterlife from all those who have died from it. Ah, it is expected to be quite terrible. Indeed, yeah. indeed, indeed, indeed. Indeed. Well, 
To band practice? To practice band. And so they left down the road to the show, and when they got there, but what do they see except, alas, and hark, would you look at this? It is Death himself, the only member of the audience. Alas, Death, my friend, my oldest of friends, you will be the sole audience member of tonight's show, and at the end shall take me and welcome me as a friend. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm excited for this. Been looking forward to it. Uh, man, I just had a crazy thought. After I take you, my oldest friend is going to be 14. That's kind of crazy. Alas, doth crazy. Yeah, it really is. Well... The show must go on for <gasps> I... Shut your mouth. Is that... Is she gonna sing? She is the second vocalist of the band. But alas, the first lead vocalist had an injury. So now she is lead. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it through this. Yes. Uh, chill. Okay. Look, um, everyone talks about the cold embrace of death, and it's like, it's a thing, it's cold, um, but all of a sudden, I'm in heat. Death. Doth need to... <laughs> Pray tell it all that. Death. Doth need to chill the F out. <laughs> okay. Take take a beat. And it's really hard to do right now, because I'm like, I'm... Get, I'm, get some water. Cool uh, yourself down. Engines are revving. I, death. It's like, uh... Death uh, doth need to right. chill. Let's go with the show. Woo! Pray telling all that. A one, a one, a one. I can't count. Three, four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a few, a few hours. So you just, you know, uh, um, you get to live for a little bit longer. Uh, oh, I got, I gotta go. Alas, my suffering. Right telling all that prolonged death doth not greeteth me as a friend, for something else be in the way. Now, I have nothing to do but wait. Verily I say, gross. Hark, and pray tell, Seth, that story was indeed sad and full of death. Indeed, that story full of death, full of death, death's icy kiss, particularly for that witch, Stephen, full of sadness, regret, strife, waiting. I must know, doth Stephen ever wither and die thither? Verily I say to you, later that same night, after too long, death finally greeteth his oldest friend with a kiss, but not like 
the same kind of kisses that he was giving to the witch, but death's icy kiss greeting him, bringing him into the band. And pray tell and do tell, was he a minion after all? Verily I say, he was not a minion, but a companion. What a tale, truly a tale for the ages, one to be proud of, to know, to no extent. Audience. Do tell, pray tell, Seth, did you write it? I lived it, for I was the son who aged so much in a short time. <gasps> I, the one who needed Seth to aid my rock band. I, the 14-year-old friend of death, now death's oldest friend, for the last one, Seth, no, Stephen, died at 33. I, Stephen, sorry, I got confused. I, Stephen, am now death's oldest friend. But death, feeling sad, feeling woe about the death of his previously oldest friend decided that I, Seth, will not join death, but continue to be friends in this life. I, Seth, am very old. Do, pray tell, you have blown my mind thusly. How old canst thou be? Like, 42. <gasps> Ancient. Verily I say, I, Seth, the saddest man in the world, doth know why they call me the saddest man in the world? Canst thou be the oldest man in the world? The oldest man in the world doth I be, for I be the saddest because death doth not want to take me. I canst believe that thusly you have been so endeavored to live such a long life. It is both a blessing and a curse. Yes, I have had everything up to hepatitis 38. Even 38? But that one's not even hit shelves yet. Yes. Try as I might to die. <laughs> It will not happen. Death's icy kiss will never meet these lips. But, like, I'm not talking about the same way that that witch in the story wanted to meet Death's yes, icy kiss. Yes, verily, verily. I, Seth, am cursed to live until death doth want to take me. But death, not a man to change his mind has decided that it will go on for a long time, perhaps until I am 50. <gasps> Unheard of! Perhaps longer. Impossible! The chances of that are strictly infinitesimal. The only reason this happened is because death doth not want to take me. I, Seth, am very, very, Sad. And scene. Audience, pray tell, were the seat belts needed? Were you on the edge of your seats? Oh yeah, I was on the edge of my seat for sure. A roller coaster of emotions, so to speak. A story that rocked you to your very core. Captivated you and played with the heartstrings of your heart strings. Death. Audience, thank you for joining us on this, the story of a lifetime to rub it in Bill Shakespeare's face. Oh, it appears we have a question in the audience. Ah! Yes, good sir. A question in good the day. audience. And pray tell, what canst thou be after in terms of answers? Yes, 
I would like to know. How dare you can stand on this stage and disgrace it, for it is I, William Shakespeare, back from the grave with my new friend, Death, here to tell you that thou canst encourage this buffoonery any longer, for I, tis the only one who can be a playwright, everyone else if is play wrongs. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Bill. We got to talking. He's pretty cool. I thought I'd give him another few. Alas, Bill Shakespeare back My mortal from enemy the grave has turned immortal enemy. For death doth not recognize me? Oh, wait a second. Tis I, Stephen. Wait. No, sorry. I'm that, that guy's dead. Uh, tis I, Seth. Uh, you, yeah, you're too in character. Yeah, I got I got really in there with Stephen. Uh, tis I, Seth. Seth, uh, the saddest man yeah. in the world. Your oldest friend. Well, I mean, Bill here. He's uh, he's what sixty? Well, he uh, he ripened while he was in the grave, so technically he's uh, sixty-three. What? Yeah, death. It's, it's not personal. I just, you know, we got to talking. Death, I am now a century old. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, relatively speaking for the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Doth have not taken me. No, no. Well, you know. Doth have forgotten no, your no oldest way. friend. Well, look, I've never, I've never forgotten. I just, you know, I got, I got busy with other things. Oh, busy. So, Alas, look. death. Okay. Busy. All right. So look, you were you were never around, and so I had to talk with my dead friends. What? For the tell death. What do you mean around? Well, you know, like I kind of you know on the weekends. Sure, I come and visit uh, the land of the living, right? But like I'm mostly like in the in my the, the, the death area, you know, kind of like where I where I'm from and stuff. And yeah, you never you never pop by. Pray tell, how was I to pop by when you have permitted me not into the land of the dead? Okay, so I see the point you're making, uh, but also, yeah, you know. Doth have denied me entrance to the land of the dead. Doth have... Look, we don't need to get into the semantics about it. I'm denied kinda... me my heart's greatest desire to join death in the land of the dead. Is that really all you want? Yes, okay. I have had... Fine. Ah! Yeah, your heart was good. I um, die a man a century old. No, Seth, you can't. What will I ever do without you? This will never be the true troop again. If Seth is dead, then it will only be left with one half of Seth and, and Diabold. Make peace with Bill Shakespeare. Your never, immortal never. enemy. I could never. Doth then have two to the troop. Make peace and join in eternity the play right and the play wrong. I could never be a king's man. You don't understand. Please, pass me my spear, for I shall shake it at Bill and stab him with it. My dying breath. My dying move be to hand you the spear. Use it well, my friend, for I have been given my heart's greatest desire. Perchance you may be too. Prithee and well met. Bill! Ah, uh, yeah. Raise your defenses! Uh, for I charge that you now, I'm my mortal, or nay, immortal enemy, I'm forever and ever, canst thou defend from this? You shall not. Oh, I've tripped out and stabbed myself! I am a playwright, not a play defenseman. <laughs> I bleed. My exsanguination has begun. My entrails, they flop around in the wind. <laughs> Alas, I feel no hot loss for you, play wrong for you, but a sad, sad, sad man. Not in, like, the sense that Stephen and uh, Seth were, but just 
that your your uh, uh, a pebble comparison to the rock that is Shakespeare. I I I heareth thou not, for I only see this little fall of rain. The little fall of rain can hardly hurt you now. Aha! Alas, the only one left standing, Bill Shakespeare. Perchance, audience, did you know this was all me? This but a performance. The actors still alive. Bill Shakespeare never died. Bill Shakespeare still the greatest playwright. Uh, wait, this was a performance? Death, but a man named Gru. Well, yeah, my, my name is Gru, but I, I really did eat his heart. Oh, um, alas, that was not in the script. Uh, uh you were not supposed to do that. Uh, uh well, I, hey, I'll, Doth I'll, thou really be death? Well, yeah. Look, you, you asked for death, and we hung out a couple times. I thought you knew. Ah, uh, it's me, it's me, crew. I just thought you were a method actor. Uh, well, no, I mean, unless my method is just, you know, being me. Alas, I did not see through the ruse that was what I yeah, thought was a ruse, a ruse no, but was indeed really, reality. You're kind of inventing that. Uh, uh, pray, well, you know, pray tell and all that. Pray, uh, pray tell and all that death. Yeah, I guess, um, well... Well, this is kind of awkward. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You know. Alas, see you next weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. No, your your time is coming. I, I meant for our oh, our um, annual. Sorry, that's no, that's what I was talking about too. Your time for us to get together for our yeah our, our annual uh, uh, fish fry. Death you know. doth be talking uh, about the I end gotta, of my days. I, I left the stove on. Uh, I gotta go. Um, we're gonna yeah, we'll we'll talk. Um, <laughs> later uh, soon i mean sometime you know uh, okay well, bye alas death doth let slip that my days be numbered in less than 10 it seems the, the, the mortal coil falls upon you already bill did he also die I, again i just thought that was acting I don't, I don't thought that was in the script and not reality. I laugh because I don't know what else to do. I I thought I thought this was all for entertainment for the show, but doth have taken it too far. Uh, pray tell it well, Matt. Good evening and welcome to Poetry Corner, brought to you by. Oh, I didn't see you there. My name is John William Butler Allen Collins Bunyan Virgil Taylor Milton the Ninth, Third Duke of Wollstonecraft Lilliputshire, and two-time Baron of Eden Admontiado. You may perhaps also know me from my extensive work in The Immediate Tory as well as Soap Mill by Quarterly. Ladies and gentlemen, on this fine evening, I will be your orator. I will be reading from the collected poems of A. E. Houseman, which, as the title mentions, is a smashing bit of poetry by the great English scholar and poet, Alfred Edward Houseman. And now, without further ado, the first poem, A Shropshire Lad, Part 1, by A. E. Houseman. From Clee to heavens the beacon burns, the shires have seen it plain, from north and south the sign returns, and beacons burn again. Look left, look right, the hills are bright, the dales are light between, because tis fifty years to-night that God has saved the Queen. Now when the flame they watch not towers about the soul they trod, lads we'll remember friends of ours who shared the work with God. To skies that knit the heart strings right, to fields that bred them brave, the saviors come not home tonight, themselves they could not save. It dawns in Asia, tombstones show, and Shropshire names are read, and the Nile spills his overflow beside the seven's dead. We pledge in peace by farm and town, the queen they served in war, and fire the beacons up and down, the land they perished for. God save the queen, we living sing, from height to height tis heard, 
and with the rest your voices ring, lads of the fifty-third. O God will save her, fear you not, be you the men you've been. Get you the sons your fathers got, and God will save the Queen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight at Poetry Corner. It has been a pleasure. Now back to the show.